Welcome back to Power With Her. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry. And today is episode, uh, season two, episode four, I think. Um, it's hard to keep track of all these, but make sure you like uh, this episode, subscribe so you can see new ones coming out. We come out every uh, second and fourth Fridays of the month. So keep uh, following and listening along. This month, we want to thank our very first Powered by Her podcast guest, CG England, for partnering with us. If you go into CG's boutique on 410 North Spring Street for the month of February, you can get 15% off all jewelry items. So go get some jewelry. <laughs> Today, we have Lindsay Pride. I'm so excited. Um, the editor at the Herald Citizen. First ever female editor at the Herald Citizen. That is correct. Hi, Lindsay. Yes, hello. Um, how long has the Herald Citizen been around? Uh, I was just looking that up because I knew you would ask me. Um, 119 years. 119 years. Mm -hmm. And you're the first female. That is right. That What's, is right. What, what, is it surreal? It, it is. I, I mean, we have do have such a long history in Cookville. And um, I was looking back when I was talk, talking to the county mayor for another show that we were doing how long we've been here. I mean, 1904. Um, so just... It's just kind of crazy because, you know, in the beginning, the one of the first editorials that the Putnam County Herald ran was that was in favor of Cookville being reincorporated. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to see how the newspaper had a hand in the formation, reformation of Cookville. Yeah. Well, I think it seems crazy that it's taken 119 <laughs> years. years to have a female. I know. Um, but I think that that kind of shows still where we're at mm -hmm. a little bit. Um, as much as we think that women have come so far, I had a conversation with somebody the other day and, and they said, well, are women limited? And I was like, I think there are still <laughs> somewhat, you know, there's somewhat um, limited of, of what, where, where women are in the leadership position. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. This Thank is a you. newer title for you. Yes, it is. Um, so are you from here? Did I'm you... not. I grew up just down the road. Um, I was born in Madison. And so I went to school. Madison, Tennessee. Madison, Tennessee. Tennessee. Yes. So okay. it's in, you know, it's in Davidson County. It's just basically a suburb of Nashville. Mm -hmm. But uh, born in Madison, went to White House High School. And came to Tennessee Tech, and I've now been here for about 25 years. So, so you you were one of those techies that yeah, came that just and, came and never left. So, so, when you were in at Tech, did, mm -hmm. were you going to go into were you in journalism? Was that your plan? No. Um, when I was in high school, the only thing I because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and the only thing that I had done was I, I played piano since I was six. So, um, one of the the potential careers for that was music therapy. And so Tennessee Tech was the only school at that time to have music therapy. And so um, that's what brought me to Cookville. Of course, I got into a semester of music therapy and decided that I, yeah, there was no way I could do that. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, and, and music therapy is not even offered at Tech anymore. But after that, I took a, a, a survey at the, I believe it's the counseling center. And journalism was one of the top three things that came up for me. I'd always kept a journal. I'd always been a writer, but I did never think about that being a career. So I took an intro to mass comm class and loved it and just got involved with everything that I could. I uh, ended, up, ended up becoming the managing editor of the, the uh, Oracle, the student newspaper. And was which the, is still yeah, which is still there, yeah, yeah. And I was the news director for the radio station WTTU FM and 
worked on the yearbook and worked in the public affairs office. So I tried to do just everything that I could on campus. And luckily it's a small enough campus and a small enough department where you have a a lot of opportunity to do different things related to journalism. Do you think as a kid, were you kind of the leader type that you like to be? No, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I, I wonder what people from high school think about this. Cause I'm, I'm just thinking they probably didn't see me this way. I didn't see myself this way. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just a caring about your job. Sometimes people notice that and, and how hard you work sometimes just will propel you forward to a management position. Yeah. So when you at left Tennessee Tech, mm-hmm. where did what what were the, what was your path after that? So I uh, let's see, I I was working at Fashion Bug all through college. <laughs> so I worked there, and uh, then I worked at a printing company here in town, and then a friend was that of mine, still? Were you still kind of feeling like you were in media? In, mm-hmm. in, yeah, I mean, we were doing like commercial type, um, you know, business cards and yeah. flyers and things like that, and um, and then a friend of mine worked at the Crossville Chronicle. And so she helped me get a job there. So I worked there for about eight months. I did, uh, was kind of like their living editor and I covered the school board. And so that was, you know, eight months. And then uh, I got recruited to work at the Herald Citizen by one of the reporters there, Mary Jo Denton, who a lot of people know she's worked there forever as the kind of the single crime reporter. And so she recruited me and the editor at the time had been there for uh, 30 years or by the time he retired, he had been there for 30 years. But when I worked with him, um, I worked with him for probably five or six years before he retired. So he, he hired me and gave me my start back in 2002. Wow. And so, and have you been at the paper consecutively? Since no, then? no. You um, took a little break. And two, I did take a little break and I think it was good. I think it's good sometimes to get away from uh, your career, even if you love it. Um, it was good for me to get a different perspective. Um, so I did teach for three years. I did Governor Bredesen's Teach Tennessee program where you can, where he takes like mid-career professionals and kind of gives them a two-week crash course in teaching and then throws them loose into the classroom. So I feel I did like that. that in this day and age would yeah. be horrible. Yes, <laughs> it was. Teachers yes. are, I mean, I have all respect for teachers right mm-hmm. now. I mean, I always, I mm-hmm. have a, a teaching background, but it's crazy right it now. It is. It is. So it was, it was definitely one of those things where, you know, teachers, when they're student teaching or they're getting ready to teach, they have like a, a unit plan they have to do and all of these lesson plans yeah. they have to do. Well, I had to do all of that in two weeks. Yeah. And so it was a good experience and I'm glad that I did it, but it was, it was very, it was very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. But you got kind mm-hmm. of a different perspective mm-hmm. and you got, um, I'm sure you were able to take some of those skills back into the workforce. Yeah. I think it does help me. It helps me, you know, with training new people that I'm hiring at, I just called somebody to hire them today. So I'm already thinking like, what, what do I need to do? How do I need to help this person be successful here? Um, so that, well, so, you know, so talk about that, the, yeah. the leadership position mm-hmm. as the woman in charge, you know, yeah. it's not the man in charge, the woman. <laughs> um, but there's so much more that you're doing now than just the journalism aspect. Right. Yeah. That, that is the biggest challenge for me. Cause you know, when I was promoted in 2017 to managing editor, I didn't, I didn't have any management experience. So it was kind of one of those things where my publisher just took a leap of faith in me. And, um, and, and the first thing I had to do was hire somebody to replace myself, you know, from where I was a reporter. So that was one of the first challenges I had. And, you know, we brought in like, you know, five people to interview and, um, 
you know, I had some of the other leaders in the newsroom kind of help me and, you know, let them see, you know, we all kind of discussed it together. I didn't, I was kind of afraid to make that decision by myself, but yeah. you know, and, and there's, you know, you just kind of learn as you go, you make some good decisions and, and then you go back and you think, well, maybe I could have done this better or this better. So I've been a lot more conscious of that this time and trying to hire new people, I think. Well, and I think hiring is one mm -hmm. aspect of leadership that's tough, but then managing a team, that's something I've learned in my career path, mm -hmm. um, is that that's not just something natural. Mm -hmm. I think that there's, you have to be intentional about how to, to bring out the best qualities in your team, how to serve them. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I've, I've said to my team, if you need something from me and I'm, it's prevent I, my job is to make sure you can do, do your job. Mm -hmm. So I need to make sure I get you what you need. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm hoping that's a, a good leadership quality yeah, is to, I you know, so. serve them and, and make sure that everything's cohesive, but that's not easy to know how to no. work a team. It's not, it's, it's definitely, you look back on, you know, when you become in management, um, if you look back on the managers that you had and, and who was the best and who was not the best, and you kind of, I mean, that's what I've done is tried to take the qualities of the people that I admired, you know, the, the editor who hired me, um, my current publisher now, you know, I really watch and see how they, you know, handle very difficult situations and, um, and try to, to do the best that I can. Yeah. I think that that's really, that is good to kind of see who you want to emulate. Sometimes I think, um, for myself, I feel like I haven't had that many jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not super young, but I'm not. <laughs> but uh, you know, I've only had um, two two real career jobs, yeah. and so it's like, well, I haven't had that many people. But then I think you can look at other people in leadership positions yeah. um, and and see, even if they're not your own leader, mm -hmm. like how are they managing their team? And I think that's something I love about the Powered by Her community mm -hmm. is I get to see what other people are doing in their businesses and in yeah. their, their career path. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's definitely important. I, one thing I am trying to do is just reach out to more, you know, female leaders in our community. And they always, you always get something from somebody dealing with a diff difficult situation. Um, so it's, it's always good to, to try to find people that you admire and see what they, what they're doing that you could, perhaps steal from, from them and, and use in your own workplace. Yeah. So has there been any time that you thought journalism is not for me? Let me get out of this. Um, yeah. because, and maybe that was when yeah. you, you taught for a little bit. Yeah. That, that was one of the things that, you know, it, this is kind of a, a stressful job. And at the time I was working at the paper, I was working every day and every night, you know, so it was, it didn't feel like there was any break. And, and you have kids at home? I didn't have kids then, okay. so but I was I had that in my mind. I was thinking, well, if I have kids, I'm I'm never going to see them if I'm doing this job, mm -hmm. and that was kind of my my concern in the back of my my head. So I thought, well, if I'm a teacher, you know, I can I can help you know young people become better writers, but then also maybe be off when my kids are off. But teaching is you, you just have to be. <laughs> I think there have to, has to be something in you. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was a bad teacher, but I don't think um, I was, I don't think it was for me, you yeah. know? So I think I did have success. I did, you know, work with kids to, to help them, you know, improve their scores in English and, and become better writers. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, I look back on the best writing teachers I had and, and the ones that that didn't really give me any guidance. And then the ones that gave me very specific guidance and I, and I tried to emulate that. So I, I feel like, you know, 
I'm, it was a good experience. I'm glad I did it. Yeah. No, I think that I, I think every kind of step you take mm-hmm. brings you to where you are. Yeah. And I mean, I, I think teaching is being in the leadership position, leading these students. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure that's part of what, what has gotten you to where you're at today. Yeah. Um, what do you think, who have you drawn on from mentorship wise um, to kind of emulate? Well, quite a few people, actually. Um, back when I started at Tech, um, Hicks Stubblefield was one of my journalism professors, and he had worked at the, he had been a reporter at the the Knoxville News Sentinel, and so he had a lot of, you know, real-life experience in working in a newspaper, and just hearing his stories and hearing um, just real-life situations that he went through, he was a, a, a good mentor for me. Even in high school, I had a, an English teacher that, you know, was really good. We had a small class and, um, and she was very specific in, in writing and explaining why we were doing what we were doing. And, um, and then even after that, while I was in college, um, you know, Monica Greffin, who was like in charge of public relations at tech and, um, and Laura Clemens, who also worked in public relations, they really helped me a lot. Karen Likens, Likens, who's now, you know, in charge of communications at tech, she, what helped me a lot when I was a student. So, um, isn't it cool? Yeah. I mean, college was probably around 20 ish years mm-hmm. ago for you that it's like, you just, yeah, roll, I do. These people roll off the pond because <laughs> they made such an impact mm-hmm. on your life. They really did. So, um, and even now, I mean, my current publisher, I mean, he's very supportive. I mean, he is one of those people that I do try to emulate. He expects a lot, but he's also, um, also quick to reward employees. Mm-hmm. And, and that is definitely what, what I want to be in, in the kind of culture that you want to build when you want to keep employees for a long time. Yeah. So when you got the promotion to managing editor, mm-hmm. um, our, our audience is mainly female. Mm-hmm. And um, I think sometimes we as women find ourselves in a necessity situation. And so you were a single mom mm-hmm. and being promoted to managing editor. Yeah. So was that scary to take on a huge, a bigger role like that? Did you feel like you had to? Do you, were you like, how am I going to manage it all and juggle it all? I mean, yes. we as women, we feel like we can't, we have to not drop any of the juggling balls. Like, yes. Yeah. That, the year that I was promoted was very kind of much of roller coaster year because mm-hmm. I was, I was getting a divorce. I was becoming a single mom mm-hmm. for the first time. And, um, and so that was all, you know, very new and, and different. But, uh, in August of that year, our, you know, previous managing editor, she left and, you know, I, I saw things, you know, that I wanted to do that I wanted the Herald Citizen to be and things that I thought should be different. And, um, I just asked Jack for the chance, like, I think I can do this. Yeah. You know, will you consider me? So he, he interviewed me. He interviewed several other people too. And uh, so I was very excited that, uh, that he had enough faith in me to, to pick me for the job. Well, and I, I personally feel like when I get real energized for my job mm-hmm. and I think when I have that to, to pour some energy into, I'm kind of better overall all around. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when you know you're being successful in your career, I, I think I find myself to be a better mom. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think it kind of works both ways. I think being a mom makes me better at my job mm-hmm. and, and being good at my job makes me a better mom. It, it does definitely goes both ways. And, um, you know, I, you know, I think that they, the kids appreciate having, hearing your stories. I, I, 
grew up hearing my parents' stories from their work day. We would sit around the dinner table and, and they would tell about all the weird and crazy things that happened at their work. And so I, I try to give my kids that kind of, yeah. This is what happens. It's not just sitting at a desk all day, you know, yeah. it's, you know, so I think, I think it's neat for, for kids to, they're getting that experience through their parents. Yeah. And, and to think like, you know, you, I mean, you're busting down some doors. <laughs> I don't know if you, you realize that you've so soaked that in yet, but that's really cool. Like my mom was the first, mm -hmm. she was the first woman doing that. And so they can kind of yeah. wear that as a badge of honor. And that's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, I think it is neat. <laughs> What do you see, um, kind of where do you see your career going from here? Gosh. Did you ever, I mean, was this beyond not, your No, mind? this was not really on my radar. And I was just talking to um, the new uh, chief operating officer at the hospital. And I was asking her the same kind of question, you know, what, you know, did you think that this was going to be your job? And and she said, really, it was just a natural progression. And I, and I kind of agree as that's how it's been for me. I mean, I really cared about my job and I, I care about the paper. I care about the future of the newspaper. I think newspapers are essential. And so just being, you know, caring enough about it makes you want to do it. Yeah. So it's, it's not like, yes, I, one day I'm going to be the editor of, you know, whatever. I just, it just became the, the next step for me. So do you think your heart is really in caring about the Herald Citizen mm -hmm. particularly or caring about journalism in general? Well, I think it's both. I think um, I've come to know this community so well because I've been here long enough that people know who I am. And I think when you build a reputation with other people and um, and they see that you are going to be, you know, trustworthy, that you are going to write what they say and what they do and, and you're going to represent them as accurately as you can. I think that, you know, just having that name and face recognition with people mm -hmm. is that really helps. It's, I, it's really hard to start new somewhere yeah. when you're doing any job, but especially this job, because it, you, I mean, you just have to, you have to know phone numbers. You have to know who to call when, when something's wrong, when there's a fire, when there's a car wreck, when there's, you know, a city council meeting there, you know, you, you have to know who to go to for information. And um, so it is, it is, I guess it's both. It's about caring about journalism, but also caring that, you know, we are informing the people in Cookville of, of what's true. happening. Yeah. And I think I love, I love that about that it is so small mm -hmm. that, you know, when I was working with the city of all good mm -hmm. to help them pass their liquor referendum, mm -hmm. I mean, everybody just knew it was like, yeah. <laughs> just called to yeah. me, you know, and I love that it, you know, and people can, it's not like it's hard to figure out who people yeah. are, or how to get in touch with people. And so I love that it's just that small town mm -hmm. um, feel, but we have some bigger, you know, we have a local, um, TV station. Mm -hmm. We have our own paper. We, you mm -hmm. know, we have these things that, um, make us still, you know, amenities of a bigger city, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, um, and so you guys at the Herald Citizen has mm -hmm. just partnered with Cookville Creative. That's right. Um, and so that's a whole new world for you it is. in journalism it is. that you've never really experienced before. Yep. So what are your thoughts, feelings on this? Like, I'm sure you're a little terrified. We can be honest, we, you know. Yes, I think it is. It is terrifying, but you know, it's just like anything else. It's with COVID, and you know, everybody, every business is having to reinvent itself. And yeah. newspapers are no different. We, you know, we are doing more things. You know, we we launched, you know, more digital first back in July, and you know, so you know, as things are happening, we can put them on our website and people can see them instantly. We can share them on social media. We can send out an email blast to thousands of people so they know what is happening as it's happening. 
Um, so I think that, you know, that has become, you know, really important for us. The, the video part is just kind of uh, also just kind of a next step. You know, a lot of newspapers are doing video. Bigger newspapers have been doing video for a while, you know, yeah. the, the New York Times. And, um, you know, so they've all been doing, you know, some sort of, vi of video. So it's kind of one of those things where you, you just, you just got to do it. Yeah. So are you excited in the fact that like you kind of are, you, this is your step to keep up with the Joneses a little mm -hmm. bit of, you know, we're going to do the same thing that the big cities are doing. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to, I definitely am interested in, in seeing, you know, the first, what does it look like? Yeah. And then how can we make it better? You yeah. know, cause I, I've seen the good and I've seen the bad that other, other publications have done. So I definitely want us to, to develop something that is, that we can be proud of. So yeah. that, that in itself is just really important to me, making sure that we are doing something that's quality. Well, and yeah, I think it's, a, I think that that's a, a huge leadership character. Back to the leadership <laughs> thing, the pride that you put into every aspect of what you do. I mean, maybe it's why you have that fancy <laughs> last name. That's pretty awesome. But you know, that's, that it is, it is important that even though you're going to pivot a bit and try this new thing, you feel driven to make it good and mm -hmm. not just, we're not just going to do it to do it. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we're going to, we're going to put the effort into it. What, what advice would you have for people who feel a, a need to lead, but they just don't know kind of, they have this drive, but they just don't know where to, their energy. Oh, so people who want to lead, but yeah. they're not sure yeah. what to do. I think, I think you become a leader by being, you know, trying to be your best self, trying to be what other people would look up to. I don't ask anybody to do anything that I either haven't done or, or wouldn't do myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. I think people respect you a lot more when, when you're willing to do the work and you're not just sitting in an office telling everybody else what to do. So I think that helps create, you know, respect between, you know, and an, a boss and an employer or employee. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think trying to pull out other, like an employee's leadership qualities mm. kind of, and, and make, make them feel like you're investing into them too, is pretty important along the way. Yeah. So, um, so you think you're going to stay in cook, you know, yeah. this is, you're kind of found your place. I definitely have. Um, I love, you just, there's <laughs> this like peace and happiness and I, yes. I love that you're, I mean, I, I, I just, I, we've known each other for a while mm -hmm. and I just love to see how much you, how comfortable you are and where you're at. I have become pretty comfortable yeah. somehow. I, I didn't imagine it would be this way, but yeah. I'm happy. That I like that. You're, I mean, for me, yeah. I'm like, Oh, people from high school, they would be like, yeah, that's her. She, <laughs> like, she's the talker. She's like, I don't think anybody is surprised, but, um, but you are a bit, a bit more reserved and you're just a little bit more maybe introverted. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I think it's good to see kind of you, you flourish. <laughs> Thank you. So, so if people want to, um, subscribe to the Herald Citizen. Mm -hmm. How can they do that? Well, they can call us during five days a week, Monday through Friday, 526-9715. They can always go to our website um, and click on the subscribe button at the top of our webpage, um, herald-citizen.com. And there's multiple different options. Yes. Some of the options are um, you can get the paper delivered, uh, yes. a hard copy. You can do your online subscription. Mm -hmm. um, and you can even do it for a day. I mean, that, that's, you know, sometimes people will come here 
or they'll be interested in one thing, you know, yeah. somebody. They maybe, really want to know. Yeah, they want to know about one thing. You know, yeah. a lot of times, you know, if there's a car wreck or, or an obituary, you know, somebody just wants to know one thing. Maybe they don't live here. But, yeah. you know, so I, I offer that option to everybody. I mean, we do provide a service. You know, a lot of times that's a complaint we hear when we circulate our, our stories on social media is, why, you know, why do I have to pay to read this? But, you know, we, we're providing a service. We are still yeah. a business. Yeah. And, um, and we I believe that, that information is valuable. You, you're, you're, you're a business. And yeah. that's what I think is the biggest thing that people need to remember. Mm-hmm. As much as um, it seems like, well, you should just tell me my information. I can mm-hmm. turn on the TV and yeah. I can get my information there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a business. Yeah. And so there needs to be some sort of way to run the business. That's right. Um, so people can subscribe, mm-hmm. find out the information there. How can people get in touch with you personally? They, they can They can call me at, at 526-9715. They can email me, um, lindsay.pride at herald-citizen.com or editor at herald-citizen.com. So. That feels pretty good to yeah, have that so. email address, right? <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's plenty of ways to get in touch with me. I, I uh, try to respond to most messages if I can, if people tell me why they're calling and yeah. and um, and what it is that they're interested in. Well, so. and I, I do want to, I mean, back in the day where you were, you know, set out to, to you, you know, you supported a lot of the nonprofits that mm-hmm. I had a big heart for along the way. You've always been actually in this building when it was the children's (laughs) museum coming and taking pictures of new exhibits Mm -hmm. and you're always um very supportive of of this community and what's going on and i love that you get you know you get to have taken that as you've moved up the chain there and so that's great to see such a supportive um role for you thank you so Thank you so much for coming in today. I appreciate you being here and congratulations. First female editor at the Herald Citizen. It only took 119 years. (laughs) Hopefully it doesn't take 119 years to have another female there. Um, I think that you're kind of paving the way and I like to see that. So all right. Thank you. you.